Hey everyone, it's your spacey game master Jesse here. Um, just giving you fair warning, there is still some of that same phone interference in this episode. I've tried my best to edit it out, but uh, it does make the recording go a bit tinny at some points, uh, trying to remove it. So just um, hang in there, it's still quite listenable, but yeah, apologies for the sound quality. Anyway, enjoy the episode. Tabletop Unknown Last time in Tabletop Unknown's Smoke and Dagger. My name's Will, and for this session I'll be playing Snaskar, who is a Rhodian assassin. Alright, next up we have Campbell. I'm playing Shasta Obanon, a Bothan technician slicer. I'm Jet, I'm going to be playing Kerajumi. The Tradosian Hired Gun Marauder. Tell us a little bit about your character, Johnny. Okay, well, my character's name is Gideon Fink. He is a human smuggler who specializes as a pilot. It's been five years since it happened. Your friend, mentor, and captain, a female Twi'lek by the name of Vizcoden, was taken. You all gather for the first time in years to free your former captain. Inside the bar you once lost her in to come up with a plan. The Gungan is Fastfast, an information broker that you once have worked with before with Viscoden, a friend of Viscoden, <laughs> and Ratrach, the Wookiee, his enforcer. I have procured either ticket to Galgor the Hutt's party or security codes to get in afterwards. Uh, Rachach stands up and draws his vibro axe and quickly slams it into the table, splitting it in Wayne. You shoot him in the left eye. Oh, my side! And he falls to the crowd and you decapitate his head entirely. Um, and Rachach falls to the ground dead. There's massive bounty on you. Misa thought I could just take it like nothing. Invitations and security codes, please. Good news, guys. The dickhead who took Viz is also the dickhead who put out the bounty. Which means the information that we just got could be a trap. Alright, so you're, you are all, um, uh, some of you begrudgingly are um, willing to go to the party, so... Alright, which one of you, Chuba, did that to the ship? Well, it certainly wasn't the pilot. <laughs> Visit Naboo again, and you go off into the atmosphere. You immediately stop as you just... Explosion as your ship gets hit um, by a glancing shot of this vessel that is now in pursuit behind you as you must now fight for your life in a space battle. Excellent. So you are currently in the space above Naboo. You've just left orbit and you're being shot at by some sort of spacecraft and you have correctly assumed that, that it is the person you let get away in the bar out for revenge for the <laughs> brutal and cold-blooded murder of Fast Fast and Rachach. Uh, it was in self-defense, but not everyone thinks like that. So uh, now people Wait, are shooting at you in a ship. Guys. So I'm just going to quickly remind you of what you have available to you on your ship. So you are currently piloting Gideon, Gideon the ILHKK Citadel-class light freighter. As described before, it's very similar to the Imperial shuttles we saw in like episode 5 and 6. Um, I think there's one in four as well, isn't it? Perhaps. So, so Gideon, you have available to you while piloting, you have forward-mounted uh, medium laser cannons that fire forward and they do certain damage that I will inform you of when it comes to time and there is a crit range as well. You do six damage and you need three to crit whenever you fire the front cannons. Now, the port and starboard, starboard turrets, which you two are in, 
they are, have been converted to turrets. They weren't originally, but they do five damage and have a critical of four, and their range is close. There is also a forward-mounted concussion missile launcher, which will be in your sort of section, Shasta. Um, so they're the weapons you have available to you in this space flight fight. Now, ship combat's a bit different. Um, and I wasn't certain we were going to get to it, but I do have it here. So there is range bands the same for normal, so there is, for, for normal combat. So there Engage, is... Sh- close, yes. medium. Uh, well, this one, it's actually close, short, medium, and long. So there's no engaged, it's close instead. Um, every ship has a silhouette which determines the difficulty of how easy or hard it is to hit. So things that are smaller are harder to hit, things that are larger are easier to hit, and then that goes, that sort of inverts which size ship you're in. So, yeah, if you're in a big ship, it's hard to hit a small ship. If you're in a small ship, it's easy to hit a big ship, but it's also just as difficult to sort of hit a smaller ship, but not as difficult as if you're in a big one. Mm -hmm. Um, You also have speed as well, so for certain manoeuvres that will enhance difficulty and so on and so forth. Um, and then also there is the weapons, which I've described to you now. So when you two are firing the turrets, I believe there is a gunnery skill. That is the skill you use to shoot. If it's bad, it's bad. If it's good, you might have an easier time. Generally, it's it's off of your agility, I think. It's yep. a derived mm-hmm. score off your agility. Yeah. Yep. You, as a ship, currently have 30 health with 16... Um, Strain, which when we talk in ships, I'm pretty sure it's like electrical load or, or equivalent. It's it's also yeah the the system's capacity to keep up with the maneuvers that Correct. you're putting it through. Oh, that's sorry, fifteen, sixteen. 16. Yeah. So the strain um, is the same way you use it as a character. So when you do maneuvers and stuff, um, John, that is what you sort of spend if you want to do additional ones. You do have and shields as well. Soak. Yeah, you have four armor. Now can I? clarify something yes my recollection is that you can redistribute the power of the shields depending on the that that is correct so you can move so you essentially at usual you have essentially a pool of three and you can determine where you want to put it so you front back left right essentially and because we're a freighter we have four arcs to cover not just two correct fighters do yeah yeah correct so you are naturally slower than this thing that is pursuing you it is quite um, fast. It is a smaller vessel, clearly not meant for hauling much, but it is here nonetheless. So another glance hits you off your bow. That signs that your pursuer is out for blood. They are trying to kill you, so do not pull any punches. Just as a quick question, can I potentially identify what type of ship is pursuing us? Yeah, you can absolutely try. However, that will be using essentially the ship scanners so that will yep. that will take your turn yep so that's, that's i'm happy for you to go first and attempt that so do you want to do a i think this would best be piloting because you're sort of using your knowledge in sort of a piloting sense if not that you can try outer rim as a knowledge check you, you are currently in the outer rim yeah it, it might be regular or maybe knowledge warfare so knowledge warfare this is actually an interesting one so knowledge warfare isn't in the original edge of the empire book it does not exist so for the purposes of today i think okay. it's best that we avoid it however warfare um we'll just touch on it quickly now so warfare was brought in at a later time because they actually realized they had a massive gap in the knowledge skills and i also can't actually find its original mention in any of the books 
books. All it, it just turns up in a lot of the fillable forms online and the character mm. generators. So yeah, um, and, and yes, it's Age that. of Rebellion, but yeah, that's what I think as well. Rebellion. Since we've spoken about it, we I might as well let you use it. So um, yeah, it, do the, they're all the same. Okay, sure. Ed, so ed, education is my good one, but everything else, I don't think that would work. Sure. Either way, it's going to be a four difficulty. That's a failure. No, you are net failure. Net failure. You have no idea what kind of ship this is. You you've never seen one like it before. You're certain that it's it probably ain't no tie fighter. It's not a tie fighter. It's some sort of variant that is common. You think in the outer system, but you you can't really be sure. Gideon, what are you doing? So you have a few actions as a starship vehicle. I can go through through them for you now. So with your maneuvers, you can accelerate or decelerate. You can fly or drive. So that's just like to continue moving, opposed to being still. You can move inside the ship. You can aim like you can in normal combat. You can do evasive maneuvers. Only you can do that, and you need your silhouette is a four, so you can just do it. You're quite large, so and you do have enough speed to do evasive maneuvers. So you can stay on target, which is like stay on target. You're too close. Stay on target, like that whole business. Like you are trying to maintain your course in like perilous situations. Yeah, you can punch it, punch it, Chewy, and like just get a speed boost and bail out. Or you can angle the deflector shields. Now, I'm actually going to give the angling of deflector shields to Campbell yep. specifically because you will be concentrating on piloting, even though technically anyone can do it, but he's in your co-pilot seat right now. Yeah. You can also do... You can order damage control. You can gain the advantage. Only you can do that. You can use complex equipment. There's nothing really to do that. Yeah. You can perform a skill check. You can perform a combat check. Or you can exchange an action for a maneuver. So it's like very standard sort of stuff. Just for my own curiosity, yeah. just um, to clarify for anyone who might have a similar question, I noticed there's two piloting skills in the skill sheets. Yes. So piloting planetary and piloting space. Now, is that referring to whether you are in atmosphere or out of atmosphere, or is that like the type of... No, but that's a fair assumption to make because like atmospheres and stuff act on ships differently whether you're in one or out of one so what it actually refers to is like in space combat in space vehicle yeah. opposed to a ground vehicle so like on a land, land speeder versus the a land speeder a gallic yeah. roller okay yeah, yeah great that awesome. sort of stuff thank yeah. you so there's that's a different now i know that was a lot of descripting and describing but we actually didn't get a chance to touch on um ships much in our initial in our initial episode we, we sort of run out of time so that's why i'm just covering it now and that way you guys are absolutely clear on what you can and can't do so in terms of turn order there's only two what's going to happen is i'm just simplifying this a bit so you will each have a turn order in your own turn and then outside of that turn will be the pilot and whatever they decide to do so you'll be going first now that is because we've just sort of jumped ahead and you've just come out of orbit and they've just shot you so Gideon, do you want to go ahead and take six damage and you can reduce that by your defense? So that was the glancing blow off the bow that hit you. So that'll be two yep. damage no to your worries. total wound health, please, to bring you down like 28. I think. 28, yeah. Excellent. And it is now your turn. Now, you can decide, I'm happy for you guys to just do any order, but you only get one sort of action and maneuver per turn. Now, just to double check something, with the combat system, yes, is... It, you take it in the order of the uh, dice rolls, or does it just, like, you can pick and choose who takes an action based on those? Yeah, so I the way the way I'm doing it today, I'm, I'm pretty sure that in the book it does sort of imply that you need to do another check to, to act in, with inside the, the ship, so you need to do an initiative. I don't think it's worth 
you guys sort of competing for a slot that is irrelevant to your own turn order. So I, I, I figure it's just easier to just do it as you choose because there's there's really no point to rolling unless there was people yeah unless there was people in your ship that are against you that's when I would enforce that rule hard yeah um and since there isn't any enemies in your ship it's all you you can just decide when you want to do things so it's currently your turn the ship is somewhere behind you okay cool. that's all you know you um, don't know where it is do yeah. I know that my companions have hopped into the turrets automatically Yes, um, Snass's signature music has pretty much informed you that she is getting ready oh, yeah. to uh, destroy shit. Right. And your certain Kira would not <laughs> miss up the opportunity to <laughs> kill something. Yeah. Okay, excellent. Um, Strap yourselves in, it's going to be a bumpy ride. I then use full, my ability, which is full throttle, which is I take full throttle action, three difficulty piloting check, to increase a vehicle's top speed by one for a number of rounds equal to my cunning. Excellent. What's your cunning? Two. Two. Okay, so for two rounds, your speed will go up to three if you succeed. So do you want to do that full throttle check for me, please? Yes, I do. And it is one success, one threat. Good, because I was going to make that so embarrassing for you. Um, that, <laughs> um, so with that threat, I actually get to spend that now. Um, okay, cool. So I don't need to worry about it? You don't need to worry about it, but I do get to spend that. So yeah, And that's my maneuver? Or is that my action? Yeah, so that's your... So, um, read it for me again. I'm pretty sure it's your man- your action. Oh, it's an action. Yeah, Sorry. so that's an action. Yeah. So you still have a maneuver. However, because of that, because of that threat, so you're going to cut suffer one strain as you sort of go flying back into your chair as you initiate this. My personal character takes strain. Yes, yep, personal sweet. character takes strain, and you just sort of go get thrown black back, and because you're sort of kind of drunk a little bit, you're just like <laughs> really feeling that in your brain. You're like, yeah. Oh. So that's there. That's there. For you. Uh, you still do have a maneuver. Okay, fantastic. So and that is like evasive action and stuff? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well then, can I use an evasive action to basically do a hard stop from going full speed to turn around? So we're directly facing each other? Um, I wouldn't say that's an evasive action. I would say that's kind of like... That's a really hard manoeuvre. That's going to be four mm. difficulty. Can um, I use my passive skill jockey? Uh, that is passive, my... so you don't need to worry about that. But oh. um, that's going to be four difficulty with two setback. Just because so of the strength. you have any way of re- reducing setback, you yeah. can apply it. Okay, so. excellent. So I can use my skill jockey, which removes setback dice per rank of skill jockey from all piloting planetary or space checks. Yeah, excellent. I've got one in that one. One. So, yeah, that'll take one of those black dice away. Okay, so what am I actually rolling? So you're doing your piloting space with yep. four difficulty and one black dice, please. Three success, three threat. Oh, excellent. All right, so that three threat, I'm going to do something with that in a sec, but you absolutely managed to sort of... I guess space drift as you sort of turn your vehicle <laughs> to a 180 and you are suddenly almost not you're not face to face but they are definitely in front of you so um, why is Vin Diesel hanging up the side <laughs> <laughs> um, you are going to as you do this you actually realise that you would never 
you never put your seatbelt on. So you just go oh, flying no. yeah, out of the chair. <laughs> <laughs> you go strap yourselves in, and you pull this awesome-ass <laughs> manoeuvre, and you get thrown out yourself. So you went out out of your chair, which means next round you will lose your manoeuvre by getting back in, and you'll yep. only have an action. That's fine. Um, who would like to go next? You are now facing the enemy ship. I mean, if we're facing the ship... I assume we can just shoot them now. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to please do for me a gunnery check? Of two difficulty, please. Okay. Gun it, cure. Oh, one failure. One failure. You could be worse. Could be worse. You um start firing, and these I you haven't fired these in a long time, and as you sort of you forget how much <laughs> of a kick these have, and you fire your first um ion bolt blast and it kicks you back like a mule you're like whoa and you let go of the controls as it sort of quickly moves from the recoil and you just yeah not even close you completely miss I realise now I forgot to adjust my seat because Gideon's been in here just messed everything up (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, okay so um, can I ask my manoeuvre I think it's a manoeuvre precise aim Yes. Does that work in this situation? Or is uh, that- precise aim is specifically for like ranged heavy or ranged light, I'm fairly certain. Yeah, However, cool. you can still do an aim manoeuvre in the gunnery chair. So you can, use, you can spend your manoeuvre to aim, which will give you a bonus dice to your attack roll with the gunnery. Cool. Because I, uh, ah, these Trandoshans, they don't take the time to do things properly. So I'm going to manoeuvre with my, I'm going to aim with my manoeuvre. Excellent. And then I'm going to open fire. Excellent. So that'll be a... It was a two, wasn't it? Yeah, two difficulty check um, with your gunnery skill with an additional blue dice, please. One success, one threat. Excellent. So you hit square on this ship. Now, what what was your damage on that turret, please? The damage was five. Five. Excellent. So you have done some damage. That hits one of the uh, side wings there facing towards you. Threat. Um, again, you, you, you talk a big game, but that sort of like firing of the guns, you, you've forgotten how it actually feels and it sort of jitters you around a bit and, and sort of kicks you back really hard. So just take one strain for um, not expecting that. Shasta. Uh, now, I believe my turn is being spent identifying the ship and Correct. failing to do that. Excellent. Um, but having seen the shots go wild and one... Yes, it lands, but the ship, I'm assuming, is still coming. Yes, so you still have a manoeuvre to use. Yep, you use your I'm, I'm just going to use it to speak. Get your head in the game, guys. <laughs> Hasn't been that long, for okay. crying out loud. All right, as you, as this, this first, like, rebuttal of, the, of these first initial hits happens, you see um, this, this craft sort of veer off to the left and sort of get out of your um, line of fire. And as it does... Um, it sort of turns back again and goes over for another passing attack. It is significantly faster than your ship. Damn, um, this guy knows some manoeuvres. Yes, he does. And he is going to take some shots at you, and we are going to see if they hit. It's one success with one advantage. You take um, six damage, mitigated by the soak. However, I'm going to use the advantage to activate a skill, which means I'll fire again. Ooh, twin-linked. They will miss however ah, um, and you sort of and you get hit by one of those blasts unfortunately the other two just sort of just miss you well fortunately for you unfortunate for the pilot <laughs> um, and that is their turn you know that they are somewhere not in front of you now but they came over the front of you to fire 
Um, Gideon uses the Let's Ride incidental to hop back into the cockpit as an incidental. You sneaky boy. Yes, excellent. So as an incidental, you're used to being thrown out of your chair drunkenly. So you you quickly jump back into the pilot's seat. Excellent. So what are you doing? I put my seatbelt on. Uh, you know what? I'll give you that one for free. No, no, no. Um, Why, thank you. Um, yeah, so you still have a maneuver and an action. All right. Um, um, all right. I'm going to try and. Oh, can I activate like a radar thing or sensors to see where this ship has actually gone? Um, or is that a Shasta thing? We, we will say that's a Shasta thing since they're in the co pilot. So if um, you want to do that, you can. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to. Um, Excellent. So, what we're going to do is we're going to use the uh, ship's perception for this. Now, would that be a maneuver or an action? Just That'll be a maneuver to okay. scan. To, uh, you know what? We'll say, it's a, we'll say it is an action because you are actively engaging the scans to find this vessel. So, um, yes, can you please do a. Um, Three difficulty using your computers, please. Uh, Sorry, I'm making you use all your turns. Um, one success, one advantage, and one triumph. Oh, may yes, I? Yes, right. <laughs> you may. I I will look over at the console. Go. Who turned this button off? This is meant to be on. Damn it! Bang! Hit the console to turn the scanners back on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and with that. Am I able to also get a ping on their ship's sensors using ours uh, and potentially I think I know where you're going with this. With something? Yeah, so, well, as uh, now as far as you're concerned, you will always know where that ship is within a certain range increment. Um, we'll say medium. Yep. They will always be on their radar. For that triumph, you can upgrade the difficulty of the target's next pilot or gunnery check with that false pinging business that you were talking about. So that can be what you use that. So that'll make it harder for them to do whatever they're doing next. Gideon, aim for the red dot. Oh yeah, you got it. I use... Well, I shoot him. I line myself up. Okay, so you need to manoeuvre yourself in to actually take aim because yep. they're no longer in front of you yep. so that maneuver will be I'm we're going to say stay on target so if you want to use a stay on target for me that's your piloting check stay on target <laughs> and that'll be uh, too difficulty for me please oh that's my pilot Sorry. yeah so do your piloting check to sort of essentially turn and, and, and sort of actually get an acquisition on this target against two yep uh, two success five advantage I recover nice. strength excellent so yes can you recover- quit with that you can't I'm not attacking. In an oh, attack. oh yeah. right, piloting so What you can do that for is you can um, perform an immediate free maneuver, provided that you've already not performed two. You've only performed one, so you can do another maneuver if you like, which I suggest taking aim. Oh, I take aim. <laughs> Good work. Um, and then, uh, how did you know how to do that? <laughs> it comes naturally to me. Um, and then, uh, how many advantage was it? Did you say three? Five, but Five. I used one, so four. Uh, you've used two. Oh, two. So, so, so you still have three left, so you can now reduce the target's defense by half until the end of the round. You can perform another free pilot-only maneuver because you still haven't performed the maximum. Mm-hmm. You can force a target to break any aim or stay on target action. No, that's fine. I think you, you know, we'll, we will add two bonus dice to your attack. So with the aim awesome. and then the additional... Um, Advantage. Advantage. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, yes. Um, do you want to please do a gunnery check? This range, that'll be a too difficulty, please. Okay. And if 
This is uh, a success. May I please use my dead to rights, which is an incidental, which I spend one destiny point to add additional damage equal to half agility rounded up to one hit of successful attack made with ship or vehicle mounted weaponry. You may if you hit. Absolutely. Excellent. Additional damage. Gideon's clearly good at doing one thing. <laughs> Two success, one advantage. Excellent. So that'll Two be... things, one of them is in the ship. Yes. <laughs> um, so that'll be eight damage. So if you're also doing your ability, how much does that add? Does that uh, add that another one? It adds another one. Yeah, so that's, enough. that's nine damage. Excellent. Excellent. You hit this. This shot is... It's almost art, <laughs> if you will. Uh, it goes... <laughs> it goes straight <laughs> along the line, and as you fire... Um, did you get any advantage? One. One. Um, I will um, spend that for you. Um, okay. for just, for, just for some yep. flavor text. Um, you actually hit them square in the cockpit. Ooh. Now, that doesn't, that doesn't get through the shields, but it does disorientate them quite significantly, and it still has done damage. You can tell by the char marks that go across the um, transparent steel windows. Well, that'll give him a scare. Yeah, so that's absolutely frightening. Um, as you sort of glance back around. So as you are now sort of like a bit turning and you... One of the turret boys can probably try and acquire a target and take, take a shot. So I don't know which side you're on, but let's... Yep. Excellent. Kira. Alright. Ah, perfect. So I will take aim. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Mm. And I'll have a shot. Yes, so that'll be a gunnery check of two difficulty, please, at this range. Yep. Um, two difficulty with a bonus dice. While that's rolling, yes. can you take aim twice? You can if you want to use strain to take an additional manoeuvre. Right. So in this instance, it would be the ship's strain, not your own. Or, yeah, because you're aiming with the ship. So, yeah, it'll be your sh- the ship's strain to essentially like double acquisition so you will take one strain damage for another maneuver if you wanted to um, so you get two boost so dice for one strain essentially yep I mean if we're happy for that to happen mm-hmm. yeah Sounds let's good. do it so yep. it's another blue you want to mark that uh, strain yep. damage off and then you add an additional blue dice alright <sighs> one success one advantage excellent what was the uh, damage on that uh, the turret's five five Excellent. Oh, this one hits like like you were pretty embarrassed by that first one, so you're just you go straight for it. And you manage to get right on sort of the side of the main hull, just right in there. That one really hurt. You can also almost sort of see some bits fly off off the ship that time. You know you did a significant hit. Good shot. Will, what are you doing? You cannot see the ship on the side you're currently on, mm. however. Grooving to hut pop. <laughs> <laughs> I pull out a, um, a a little cardboard packet that uh, is apparently all the rage in a galaxy far, far away. It's uh, it's called chewing gum, <laughs> <laughs> and its brand is Blue Tuck. So I got it from a human trader. So I pull it out a piece of that. I tear it off and I start chewing it. It's a bit bland, but. I'm one that, you know, I'm down with the... Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm down I'm with... Tacky. I'm, you know what? I am fairly certain that Rodians have a proboscis, but if you want to <laughs> chew it, go for it. Uh, I, I can just imagine this sort of proboscis just, like, blobbling, blobbling up and down. Um, 
It is this other ship's turn, and it is quite bad. So bad, in fact, I actually need to roll on the critical table. Um, <laughs> Oof, okay. Oh, that's a 95 critical, gentlemen. Ooh, All right, yeah. so four Ouch. ships. Ships crits. Now, the ships have a different critical table. So, 95. Engine damaged. There's uh, ships or vehicles' maximum speed is reduced by one to a minimum of one until repaired. Now, consider, considering this thing could outfly you, that is very good. Uh, you have now reduced it to the same speed as you. However, since it is essentially limping through the galaxy, it is going to try and retreat because uh, <laughs> it wants to live. So it is going to do two maneuvers uh, and suffer that strain to try and retreat down back into Naboo's orbit below you. It is your turn. Uh, attention, Jet Snare. Uh, this is your uh, captain speaking. Uh, just letting you know that we're uh, going to make a quick descent back down to Naboo. Uh, just for some uh, unexpected reasons. Uh, this may only take a couple of minutes, but brace yourself for uh, some turbulence. <laughs> um, you use your maneuver to to pursue, so I'm going to say that's a stay on target. So if you want to do a piloting check for me, please. Um, and that will be a... Um, since you're trying to re-enter um, atmosphere quite quickly, that's going to be a three difficulty, please. That's uh, one triumph and one advantage. Oh, nice. All right. Um, Net success? That is a, that's a success. Um, so... Doing something to vital to turn the tide of battle is one of the things on the list. So why don't you describe to me what you think happens as you re-enter orbit? <laughs> as I re-enter orbit, the atmosphere, fire starts to, you know, do all that shindig. The ship in front of us uh, sees that we are chasing them at speed. They initiate the booster to get away even quicker, yet it fails and their engine drops from their ship. <laughs> um, yeah, you, uh, engine damage to no more yeah, engine. So, um, okay, yeah, sure, you can just do that. Um, <laughs> Imagining like a wacky races type <laughs> like, so yeah, Sure enough, you see the main engine start to sort of increase thrust to try and just get this little more distance away from you. And you just now that you're in atmosphere, you can actually hear properly again. You just hear this car this massive explosion and you sort of see now a second black smear drifting down underneath the current ship and it is abundantly clear to you that that ship is a crash landing gentlemen into Naboo so um, congratulations you have successfully uh, defeated the last uh, person pursuing you yes Shasta can I finally turn off the hot pop yes good <laughs> I hate that stuff hey yep. who did that <laughs> Sorry, there are some uh, issues with the speaker system. They're going to be down for maintenance for the next 72 hours to forever. <laughs> <laughs> I was rather right, enjoying um, the death whales of the slugmen. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, finally, after all that uh, sort of rigmarole with the space battle, you actually walk away fairly unscathed. You only got hit twice, and one of them wasn't even really a hit. It was more of a more of a glance you quickly sort of sort yourselves out in the ship and and get ready to enter hyperspace and as you do again it is that sort of amazing just 
light stream jetty business that happens when you enter hyperspace. It's always so hard to look away from just because the way light interacts with the world around you completely changes. You pass things that are happening and and light drifts in streaks across your eyes. Um, You whip sharply out of hyperspace after about 20 hours. You've all managed to get some rest, so if you have any strain damage, you may recover it. Not wound, We're going to ask how that works. Yes, so you will recover some strain damage. Not wound, unless any of you have any sort of medical equipment. I do, so I I have a med pack and the skill to use it, so if anyone has been injured, I can treat them. Yeah, all right, well, let's actually heal up uh, Gideon, considering he's been shot. So, oh, yeah, he got oh, shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... And all that miraculous piloting. So, yeah, um, How's that? Oh, and it's doing? worth actually playing out so we can see how this works mechanically. So, can explain to us how healing works. Okay, so healing works based on the tool that you're using, and in most cases, if you've got something like a, a stim pack, it's a fixed amount of health. In the case of something like a med pack, which is more advanced... It's no longer just you get, like, plus one or plus two or whatever the fixed number is. It's based on your successes. Um, so I have to roll a medicine check, I believe. Um, and I correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think there's a, a difficulty dice. No, so because, because Gideon hasn't taken any critical damage, he hasn't been crit on, um, there is no... There's nothing to remove in terms of like mechanically. When you get crit, it generally fills a fills a bar, and he does not have a crit on him. So you do not need to roll any difficulty dice for doing this, as yep. long as you know how to use the med pack. So yep. do you want to go ahead and just use use uh, what skill are you using for this? Medicine. Excellent. Go on ahead and roll your medicine check, and we'll see how much you heal you for. May I um, give him an unskilled assist? Absolutely, you can. So take an extra bonus dice. So an unskilled assist just as as Campbell's rolling, is whenever someone doesn't have any ranks in the skill that is being used, they can then help out if they don't have any ranks in it and give you an an additional bonus dice. Essentially, this is sort of simulating someone who is just giving you a fresh pair of eyes or has a bit more information. (laughs) (laughs) A bit more information about what's happening that isn't necessarily necessarily relevant to the skill, but it is relevant to what it is being applied to. So... How did you go? Um, five success, four advantage. Excellent. You feel great, Gideon. Um, <laughs> Shasta sort of... Ah, damn! <laughs> Shasta um, gets out their med kit and they... I see that nothing has really changed much. You still like to get shot and in the same arm as last time. In the same bar. It's his party arm, I believe. What can I say? It's a blaster magnet. Uh, you, you remind me of Duke Nukem. Like that's how it's like. <laughs> I'm here to kick names and take ass. And I'm all out ass. Power <laughs> like, is pussies. Um. So yes. Um. Uh, over the course of the day that you were traveling, you, you managed to heal up. Um. So. You sharply whip out of hyperspace into the orbit of Tatooine. The light of its twin suns beats against your faces as it shines in the distance beyond the yellow, sandy planet. You enter the coordinates for Galgo's orbital palace, and the jet snare lazily switches to sublight speeds and autopilots in its direction. After about an hour, you see it, a large station orbiting the desert planet. Within a large dome made of space-grey transparasteel, several terraced buildings with sloping gates, adorned with gold, white, and red colours, create Galgo's palace. As you approach, you get a... Yes, Shasta? 
Sorry. Um, it literally just occurred to me as we were starting the approach. Is it possible to alter the ship's ID? Because it might be suspicious if the ship formerly owned by the person who's got trapped in carbonite just suddenly rocks up at his party. Or can we say that in the past five years I have done that already? Do you think... All right, here's a question for you. (laughs) Is Gideon smart enough to do this? Yes, because he joined the Imperial Navy with a ship which was used by smugglers and privateers. (laughs) 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 Um, You know what? I will say that the ship's code is different. However, it is not one known to Tatooine. So because Shasta... You have escaped Tatooine, effectively. I hate this um, place. You will probably know a bit about codes and what seems normal. So, yes, you will probably be approached a bit cautiously if the numbers aren't changed. So, do you want to go ahead and roll a computer's check to see if you can get in there and, and change the identification of your ship? Uh, and this one, I actually have my tools handy and ready to go. Is I'll there a difficulty? Three difficulty, please. You can't give a skill assist, can you? No. <laughs> Although, uh, if you'd you, like well, to give me an unskilled can, assist... Um, oh. Well, no, you, he has ranks in it. So uh. you, you can do a skilled assist, but only if you have more ranks. Or, or yeah. I a, think, higher, a higher stat or yeah. more ranks. Yeah, I okay. have a stat of four and ranks three. In computers? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep, no, good. Um, you got this. Which is, which is a shame, because I really could have used the, oh. the unskilled assist. Can I do um, that is That is fail with threat for that roll. And I don't know if we can do an unskilled assist, because I'd already rolled. Um, you know what, since you did mention it, you mentioned that you might need one, and we didn't resolve it in time, I will allow Snass to give you a blue dice. However, Snass, just roll a blue yeah. dice for yeah. me. And okay. then we'll, we'll just apply that to the... We'll apply yep. it to Campbell's roll. So just one blue? Yes, please. One success. That's fine. That's all we needed. That's, Excellent. Yep. So <laughs> I, will t- I will cop whatever the threat is. I thought yes. you were supposed to be good at this stuff. What do you need me for? Uh, you actually hold needed... this wire here. <laughs> as, as you go hold this wire here... Oh, no. um, <laughs> Gideon <laughs> leans over and sort of um, flicks on the light, oh, no. um, which you, this isn't how electronics are supposed to work, but you know that Gideon has done stuff to this ship for a long time and he's kept I, it in the yes, air however he has, and somehow flicking on this light just gives you a bit of a shock. So do you want to just take three wound <laughs> as you get electrocuted? Um, but you will actually successfully do this. Okay, so. Hold this wire. <laughs> Gideon! <laughs> Why is the light switch hooked up to the communicator? Why are you steaming, Shasta? Because I had a bath before this. Ow! <laughs> 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 Excellent. Excellent. Gideon we will is convulsively laughing. Uh, <laughs> he thinks this is the funniest thing ever. Uh, so much so that his player is incapacitated. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just imagining he set up like a full, like, the clapper system where, like, Disco lights come on. <laughs> yes. I imagine so. That's like his trick with the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> he just yeah, pushes a button and... Yeah. Anyway. When I left, this ship was in pristine condition. Or as close as it could be. I am not happy. Well, you see, I've had many, many experiences like the ones that we just had. And, you know, piloting this thing by myself is... Uh, 
gets a little hairy. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> As you start uh, going into orbit, you get hailed from the from Galgrove's palace. Saved um, by the bell. <laughs> are you going to answer? Yeah, of course. What's up, party people? You here to join the party? I can see the uh, vessel uh, Booty Shake is here to party, according to my records. Just gotta see your invites. Boyos! <laughs> oh, yeah, place. you know it. That's what I'm talking about, players! Aye, aye, aye. Well. Flash them nice. You got the invites, but are you cool enough for this party? Oh, you know it, cause it's Gideon Fink in the house. Roll charm. What is happening here? <laughs> I don't. I believe this is called a stroke. Anything? <laughs> uh, one. one. <laughs> you seem pretty cool so far, <laughs> considering the name of the ship has been changed to the Booty Shake. So. Four success, one advantage. Uh, yeah, you find. What's up, my party people? Take these. Coordinates and head on in, y'all. Boy, bye. <sighs> Don't <laughs> act like you didn't enjoy that. <laughs> uh, you land and dock into Galgo's palace. It's quite opulent and gaudy and, and all that sort of stuff. And and you get ushered by a droid into the courtyard, and then the droid just buggers off off to do some sort of work um you walk through the large and opulent frankly gaudy gates of galgo's palace and ascend the grand staircase ramps to the excessively huge blast door as you approach the blast door flies open at incredible speeds revealing the insane bacchanal in front of you hundreds of intoxicated party goers are dancing in the main hall People swing from silks hanging from the walls, a drunken guard shoots plates out of the air for a party trick, and a giant hut perched at the top of another grand staircase ramp sucks on a massive tube leading to the biggest barrel of alcohol you have ever seen. All the while, a brilliant gold protocol droid covered in ridiculous filigree wearing a rather large purple fur hat runs around trying and failing to maintain order. There is loud hap-hap or Hatties rap blaring through the speakers. This is what I'm talking about. I start sort of grooving in this, on the spot because I just can't help it. What do you do? Gideon, how does one dance? Oh, well, by all means, follow my good friends here is, um... I've lost track of the word that I was looking for. <laughs> Example? Example, yes, thank you. This just the most awkward yeah. dance. It's it's the worst thing ever. Pretend like you're fighting off invisible Tuscan raiders. Yeah! 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I mean, uh, she's just she's going to like not with a sword, but big ass claws, and just start swiping. And if anybody's in the way, as Snass sort of shows you like what she means by dancing, and then Gideon's like, "Yeah, just attack stuff." And Snass is like, "Yeah, it's like attacking, I guess." <laughs> you just like look at your claws, and you're like. Yeah, like attacking. And you just start swiping. And all of a sudden, you see these drunk party goers. Ah! 
I was like, oh, she's crazy. I'm getting out of the way of this trend ocean. It's like, hey, actually kind of dope. Uh, <laughs> and you sort of get into the mood. Just roll yeah. a D100 for me. <laughs> At the very least, this is going to make a good distraction. Yeah. One way or another. 53. 53. Yeah, you mildly enjoy this. <laughs> you saw, You think that if you danced better, you'd probably feel this like adrenaline-like killing that you have been told exists so but yeah so <laughs> you guys have Gideon created a monster just, you're just sort of watching Kira weirdly dance threateningly um, I'm, I'm gonna go to the bar yeah you this, uh, this is too weird so down the stairs and through the crowd of uh wild party goers there is a massive bar which sort of nussles in the inside of the two ramps leading up to this massive hut who is just chugging this beer through this pipe um when i say bar i mean i'm actually going to try and find somewhere with a computer or terminal oh okay yeah well do you want to do a perception check for me please um what are the rest of you doing while shasta goes off I'm still dancing, but I'm singing along now as well. I have to You now this. have to make have that to, song. Yeah, it's bad enough I knew you were going to do this song with me. Bad to, It's in there, it's fine, I'll sort it out. Um, oh, three, it's quite crowded. Okay, uh, whilst I am, like, physically looking for Viz in Carbonite, I am also just fending off the swarm of people that are trying to hook up with how stupidly handsome I am. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, roll, it, roll just a charm for me. We'll see how, how like, just... just Is it a deception it. if he kind of wants it? Maybe. Uh, I just want to see... Just roll your charm skill without any difficulty. This is going to determine your appeal at this party. Uh, two success, one advantage. Of how many dice? Uh, three green, two yellow. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, there is, there is quite a few... Quite a few people, men, women, aliens, that are like, that's a handsome man. That's a handsome human. I might get down with that human. <laughs> uh, and they sort of start like, sort of like dancing closer to you and giving you eyes. Uh, what was your check? Uh, one success, two advantage. Excellent. So you do see... A f- do I see a terminal that's maybe out of the way? Um, no. This entire grand, like, grand hall is filled to the brim with people. Fair enough. Um, from your check, you can see that there is uh, a set of doors behind the hut up at the top of the staircase, and there is another set of doors to your left that are constantly opening and closing with some people that clearly work here coming in and out. And then there is another door to the right that is completely shut. Um... Continuing your look around for a terminal, you do manage to see one just in the distance. There seems to be a line of people waiting to use it, and about three long. Um, you're not sure why, but it is just off in the distance behind one of the staircases. That's the only open access terminal that you can see. Um, I'm gonna. Is uh, is anyone wearing a uniform in like the the servers? The there is a, there is a few the servers and they do have uniforms, yeah. They're sort of wearing, like, the most dumb version of what a person who clearly isn't rich but has money thinks a fancy outfit is. Right. And it's the, that kind of thing. So it's, like, like ridiculous lapels that are too big for the thing and, like, big amounts of gold on them. And it's, like, quite... Super sparkly. Yeah, it's really, like, um, unfortunately... 
like uncomfortable for this, for them to wear and stops them doing their job properly. You can tell, like holding platters of food and like people are bumping into them and their dress is getting caught on things and it, it's just ridiculous. Like it, it really is. Are there any who are um, going in and out of that door who aren't wearing a uniform or they're all in no? Uniform? They're all wearing that uniform going through the door on the left. While I'm dancing, can I? Um even though you know it looks like I'm just having the time of my life I am also working guys I'm a professional um, <laughs> yeah. so can I just be keeping my ears open to hear, to try and hear if people are talking about Viz or talking about a Carbonite feature or something like that okay uh, it is quite a loud party and there's pumping music is blaring uh, okay, yeah, yeah. so it'll be a four difficulty but do roll your perception for me we'll just see how, how, you, how you fare okay. you might get lucky I was thinking the same thing but I actually want to know how do, when he's got taken yes did we see who did it yes you Nick so, so and we and we know Nick's we so know the name know, we know what they look like yeah so just as a just as a real quick aside so Nick's is a bounty hunter that wears blue laminate it's like a dark navy blue laminate with a, quite a large helmet it's a it's it's a bit strange and that's how you sort of remember is because that helmet was quite large um, like larger than human so it could be any race under you're not really sure but that's sort of like one of the distinct features you remember uh, so yeah blue full laminate armour one success two threats excellent so you do hear something unfortunately uh, as you're sort of eavesdropping it becomes obvious that you're eavesdropping and they sort of stop they go they look at you weirdly and sort of and go off to continue talking um, but the gist of what you hear is like as this sort of party's raging, there's these two people dancing, and it's like, so did you hear that, like, Galgo's like a really, like, he collects things, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, no, I did, I've heard that before. I've heard that before, and this Twiggy, like, sort of, like, dancing up, and he's like, oh, he, he collects all kinds of things. Like, people sometimes. He, apparently, he has, like, a big room with all these carbonite people in it, and then they realise that you're listening, and you're sort of, like, dancing, trying to get in, and they're just like, oh, wow, go away, random roll, Dion, I don't like you, you're gross, and they go up, and they dance somewhere else uh, quite racist actually you feel pretty like you're going to do something about that later if, if you're so inclined <laughs> just just for those just for those of know. you who didn't get to see that a <laughs> um, wonderful GM was doing his best impression of grinding at a club and it was just the most wonderful thing to see. How dare you do me dirty. <laughs> it was a performance that could only be described as someone who knows exactly how people behave in a club. Yeah. <laughs> I am quite cool and have danced before. Maybe once. With other people. <laughs> Coming real Jeff deep, Jeff. Coming real deep. Careful, Jet. This, this is the same guy who controls everything. Yeah. All right. So you have an idea now, Snass, that there definitely is something that is here at this party in Carbonite. You just don't know where. Um, were you planning to do anything else with that terminal? So I was thinking I would, yeah log on to it and see if I can access through the systems any further. You do have to wait a little while. It seems that people are, like, calling other people to come and join this party. You realise now that the tickets you were given were, like, plus one for cool people, right. essentially. Like, there was, like, bring if cool slash attractive. Um, and it's these other people bringing people to the party of the year on above Tatooine for some reason. Mm-hmm. Why it'd be there, no one knows, but it is. Um... 
can you do a computer's check for me? You only get really basic information that's available. Yep. Assuming that this terminal is hooked up to their system, the network, is, whatever yes. is happening in there, um, then I can potentially use it as an access point into that system. Correct. So my, my thought is, rather than doing that right there in front of everyone... Um, logging in and using my experience from meddling with Circa files um, to set up a back door that I can then access from my slicer pad. Yeah, I will allow it. That That is um, not out of the realm of possibility for you and you could probably do it without raising too much suspicion. So just do a three difficulty for me, please. This this is going to go horribly just for the record. For me or for you? I have no idea. Like, <laughs> just a sneaking suspicion. Either or. There's no yes. middle ground. None. None. <laughs> oh, geez. Can can we go with both? So that's three success. Yep. Three threat. Yep. One triumph. Uh, <laughs> right, so... Time to stretch creativity. This is the one thing about the system that sort of is hard to deal with sometimes is that you... You do success, but you do fail, but it's also a triumph. So we'll go through one by one. So success. So you do exactly what you wanted to do. You have a backdoor on your data pad on your wrist thing, and you can now access the system from there. Yep. The failure. Sorry, not the failure, the the threat. threat. You know that you could probably only use this for the next hour without being caught. Yep. And that is not actively using it that's like it'll it's, probably it, someone it will, will do a, update at some yeah, point and, and they'll be like hold that. on yep. this doesn't exist what's this let's find where that's coming from so you know that you've got about an hour of this before it becomes a problem yep the triumph however is that you also do find a floor plan within Perfect. the system that that was one of the things so, i was going to be looking for yep um you know that to the left is the kitchen area yep that was to the door the, they were going in and out yep of. Top above the stairs behind Galgo the hut is the dining room. Hmm. And then to the right is a long corridor that leads to a bunch of private bedrooms and rooms and stuff like that. It, it is the essentially the rest of the palace. So that is for... Eventually guests will probably be ushered into rooms to sleep in and... Um, do horrible things to each other in and so on and so forth that is clearly this is yeah the party's happening in there and these are all the bedrooms and yeah and then you have all the other things like there is the orbital station systems um like engines thrusters the that's that's the proper that's the actual station of it yeah and then out the front is obviously the docks and then the entry garden stuff like that so yeah so so you essentially have three paths to pursue yep from this room um, I was just... Kira's taking this like she would a fight. Mm. So she's going to be looking around for the most worthy opponent. <laughs> yeah, right. Shit. <laughs> idiot. And so her... It's a fight, so she's going to look for the meanest, ang- like, angriest dancing person. Okay. She still doesn't quite... It hasn't quite really clicked. Like, she sort of gets it, but... Yeah, she's going to look for someone to dance with. Okay. Yeah, so, this is a dance-off. I'm so happy. <laughs> so, 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 right, so the, first of all, I didn't think that this was how it was going to go, but it's fine. Um, so you do look around, and because you are, like, of the wrong mind for dancing, you're a combatant, and... and and you have only kn- you only know what you know about dancing through superfluous other people's input and opinions, and like maybe you've read what dancing is at some point. And out of the corner of your eye, the thing that 
brings the most attention, like they, that catches your eye the most, is that ridiculous gold filigree protocol droid with the, <laughs> with the hat. And you've heard of the robot being a dance move. And you, as far as you're concerned, that droid is crushing it. And as you look at this droid, you actually see that it has a bright, like a, a massive nameplate in, in electronic light up lead letters that sets its name which is GG69420 <laughs> um, and it is Why? what you think it is doing is dancing but it is absolutely not it is trying to maintain this party as this droid goes around it's like oh sorry about that I'm just trying to please don't touch those machines no I will not have sex with you sir I am a droid a protocol droid I can translate languages please get off of me please get off of me no grinding Thank you, thank you, thank you. And, yeah, it is wild to you. Second what do you do? Um, she's going to go right up to the droid. Hello, my Trandoshan friend. How might I assist you? We must dance. I'm sorry. I am a protocol droid. I we am incapable dance of dancing. dance. We must find out who is the better dancer. I shall crush you. <laughs> Could you please roll coercion for me? And that'll be a... Oh, let me find this character's stat block. Um, yeah, that's a one. Yeah. yeah, one difficulty on that coercion, please. Why did I do this? Go on. Uh, one success, two advantage. Very well, you are quite intimidating to me, so I will have a dance battle with you. Yes. Um, Yes! Okay, so the way this is going to work, because Kira thinks this is combat, we're going to roll initiative. So, um, can you please roll your initiative, and I will do the same for, the, for, for GG69420. Um, so this is cool. Yeah, you are prepared. Yeah. You are absolutely prepared. It was not. It is not, so it's going to be rolling vigilance. <laughs> Uh, two success. Two success. You go first, Kira. Do you want to do a melee combat check to I would dance? Love to do a melee combat check to dance. <laughs> um, that's going to be a three difficulty, please. Really um, an oversight by Fantasy Flight Games. Yeah, <laughs> real. Come on, guys. Like you're missing the dance component. Usually, I would be doing there is there is a perform check. Um, however, because Kira thinks this is combat, like it's been told to her as combat. <laughs> You will be rolling combat and the droid will be rolling perform, which is just so bad for the droid. I cannot be clearer. Okay. Oh. One failure, one advantage. Okay. So as you sort of start to continue what you're doing is what you assume is dancing, you slip on an oily spot on the floor left over by some foreign alien drink. Ew. Um, and you just sort of eat shit really bad. <laughs> did you have an advantage? I had one advantage. Yeah, so, however, as you do sort of hit the floor, you sort of start spinning a bit, and you sort of realise if you pose, it might look <laughs> a So you do slightly sort of pose, and um... <laughs> And I guess the droid's going to take some strain damage. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
I think I think we are slowly watching Jesse's spirit die here. Yeah, yeah no, it's fine. I I see. Okay, so what I thought was going to happen was I was like, oh yeah, there's Hatties rap in the background, and like, oh Jesse, what does Hatties rap sound like? And I would be like, oh great, here we go. Uh, and then I was going to get the droid to translate it, and just I, then I would get to say, and that was my way out. But no, you've challenged the droid to a dance battle, so uh, and here also, we go. And also, we've redefined what hot pop is. Yes. Um, all right, that was not excellent. So the droid's not going to take that much strain. Um, but it's gonna try to dance back at you, uh, I guess. Um, there are several different dance-based languages. Perhaps if I use those. That's exactly what happens, because that's two success, one threat. As you can see by the way I move, I'm dancing to kill you, I think... Your move, and as it sort of like shifts around and moves its arms, it's sort of doing similar battle poses to you, and you actually realise that this is some form of Trandoshan stances in some way. Um, Protocol droids by nature know billions of languages, so they also know the appropriate positions to take so it's a culturally appropriate mm. dance battle yes it, it is it is kind of culturally culturally appropriating <laughs> your race so that's actually going to do you some damage because that was quite a success so can you take three strain as you realize this oh, droid has just handed it to you <laughs> um <laughs> if you fail the one more if you fail happy. once more you will have lost the dance battle and you will know in your heart of hearts that you have lost the dance battle so you must succeed to continue the dance battle <laughs> alright well <laughs> you must succeed to continue the dance battle that's Things not what I thought I was going to be saying <laughs> coming in here today you know what this is a serious podcast guys oh, <laughs> the serious hey this is a serious ba- dance battle it's true, it's true. Um, same four success yay two threat this time as you sort of manage to get up the alcohol solution on the ground is still quite slippery and you do sort of slip around a bit sort of getting yourself up but as you're sort of getting up and slipping about it sort of works and it goes into like capoeira <laughs> kind of movements and somehow you're like clawing and it's and it's quite threatening um how many success was that uh four four yep okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like he tries to run on the spot but yeah <laughs> you accidentally invent the running man, man. <laughs> um just shuffling just shuffling Response. Brought the running man to a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> um, okay, unfortunately, the dro- the droid um, sort of extends itself into this puddle, um, and droids, not being that malleable in their form or figure, uh, starts to like completely slip. And as he falls down, GG six nine four twenty, his hat just goes flying off into the crowd. And as far as you're concerned. You've won because you have disrobed the only clothing that this droid has in a battle to what you assume was the death. Uh, but it has turned out that you are fairly certain you have soundly beaten this droid by knocking it to the ground. Can I get the hat? <laughs> um, I was about to ask the a trophy key. To uh, tell, it, tell us how that goes. I mean, it. so the hat flies off, and I assume I'm just, she's just gonna, being super tall as well, just one hand just grab the hat. Yes, I am the greatest dancer ever. <laughs> um, people did start to sort of gather. You weren't, you were zoned out, and you all sort of see this crowd that Kira is for some reason dancing against a robot. And you sort of see in the distance that robot fall down, and everyone cheer. <laughs> and the party just goes, gets a bit excited for whatever reason, and they start just 
cheering, Pat, Lizard, Pat, Lizard, Pat, <laughs> Lizard, um, and which just prompts Kira to squarely put the hat on. Thank God that's over. Um, <laughs> what are the rest you trying to do? Um, I'm going to try and get Gideon and Snaska's attention. Yeah, that's... Possibly Kira's attention as well. You can pretty easily get their attention. Yeah, them, um, them I think will be easy, but Kira's probably enjoying the victory. I'm not sure. D- yeah, um, you see Shasta trying to wave you down and bring you over to Gideon and Snas. Um, I'm assuming you come over, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I'll... I'll head over. Yeah, cool. you now right. have like a right. small right. Right. Yeah, riding though. riding the high of, yeah. of battle. Um, you all see Kira rock up with this big purple and white fur pimp hat. Well, now I feel threatened because <laughs> I've always been like the the pretty teeny bopper one, and now yeah. you've got a cool hat. So, cool hat, Kira. Does it come in skinny? Okay. Don't even know what. Yes. (laughs) Would you like one? I could find another thing to defeat in the battle of the dance. I try to. I try to blow a a bubble with my blue tark, but I just spit it all over you. (laughs) All right. Focus. Come on, guys. We're here for a purpose. Remember. Viz Coden is counting on us. Yes. I've managed to get a blueprint of the place. It doesn't have any labels. I don't know where any... any it, do, it, it does have uh, labels. Uh, does it? Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing called trophy room. Uh, but It it's has just like... labels. We're going to have to uh, split up. Shut up. I... I got this just now. Okay. okay. Uh, does actually, I it. actually prepared for this. So, oh, does good. one of you, all of you, just do a xenology check for me, and that's going to be a three difficulty. So, xenology is a skill you use for knowledge on other races, essentially. So, one success, one advantage. One success, one advantage. Sorry, how many? How many two difficulty? Two, failure, three. Two, three. Okay. okay, you don't know. Don't worry about the threat. It's a knowledge check. One failure, one threat. One failure, one threat. Two failure, one threat. Okay. <laughs> this is why I'm the smart one. Um, Shasta, as you're sort of oh like, just as you're about to devise these people off, your 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 friends, your your Moronic dancer friends, <laughs> um, <laughs> you realise that Hatties they eat a lot when they do eat, and you know that it is often more of a show of power consumption. So first of all. Their dining room's probably quite important. Hmm. However, they don't like to go very far. <laughs> so, you're pretty certain that, considering the hut is in front of the doors that lead to the dining hall, that his quarters would also be there, which means he hasn't particularly moved much. And if he does have any trophies, he's going to want to see them a lot. Yeah, so, that, so that'll be the likely Yeah, spot. so it's likely in that back area somehow. Now, because you know Hatties eat a lot the kitchen should be close however you know the kitchen is to the left yep. which means there's got to be some way of getting the food from there up to the dining hall Yep. that's what you sort of get from that xenology check and what you know about huts so just from like logically going okay I know about them this is what I would know and you, you have de- dealt with huts before I mean you've yeah. been on Tatooine so you, you yeah. know what it's like um, this isn't unfamiliar to you alright all right, goonbags, we've got a plan. We're going to have to get into the kitchen. 
disguise ourselves as whatever. Pimp, I don't know. Um, and use the back entrance in there to get directly to the hut's quarters. Okay? Now I can mess around with the systems from here, but once I start doing that, they're going to know I'm in the system. I can get a disguise by messing around with that waitress. Hey, beautiful! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. That'll do it. That'll do it. That'll do it. Yeah, great. (laughs) Tabletop Unknown, Smoke and Dagger is Johnny Verko as Gideon Fink, Jet Thomas as Kirajumi, Campbell Saul as Shasta Obanon, Will Sayers as Snaskar, and myself, Jesse Thomas, as your Game Master. Theme song Tabletop Unknown is by Will himself, and the Smoke and Dagger theme, and the newly featured uh, Bunte Eve um, Hatties rap that I made for this episode. Uh, yeah, both made by myself. Additional sound effects and music are from zapsplat.com. Next episode will hopefully be up by December 17th. Again, I know there was a lot of sound issues in this one, guys. Very sorry. I still think it's quite listenable. um, But yeah, hopefully it doesn't bother you too much. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Gunnery check. Gunnery. Yeah. Sean Gunnery, I believe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure. Wow, here we go. R.I.P. You're all watching blue. Chuckle Fox, aren't you? All right. Um, yeah, that's a... Too blue. I believe it's announced Chuckle Fox. Bonus it. Tabletop unknown.